Welcome to the Italian Football Podcast with John Solano, Carlo Garganese and Nima Tuvali. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another interview episode of the Italian Football Podcast. I'm Carlo Garganese. I hope you're all doing well and enjoying the football this week. On today's show, we have a Glasgow Rangers legend who had perhaps the greatest first half to a season in maybe in British football history. He also starred in Serie A for the likes of Perugia and Udinese, and he was a prolific goal scorer scoring almost 150 career goals. More recently, he's become something of an Instagram star with with some of his really, really funny lockdown videos. So we we are delighted to invite onto the show Marco Negri. Marco, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? My pleasure, really. A big ciao to everyone. And I'm fine, you know. I'm living this kind of uh, time uh, with the virus, COVID and everything, but uh, trying to be positive, uh, trying to be close to my family uh, and uh, trying to, you know, li- live the life uh, with a positive thing. That's a good thing. Hi, Marco. Thanks again for coming on to the show. So let's start at the beginning of your career. Um, you came up through the youth ranks at Udinese before you making your before you made your debut for them. Uh, but you were there when a, a great a legend like Zico was there. I want to ask you a little bit how that was. Oh, it was uh, magnificent, you know, because I was a kid, you know, just trying uh, to work on my development. Uh, but uh, sometime uh, I was watching the uh, first team uh, training, uh, you know, uh, on live uh, uh, this kind of player, uh, Zico or Redinho, the other Brazilian, uh, was uh, something uh, like an inspiration to me. Zico uh, played for Udinese that uh, at the time was uh, not a big, big uh, team in Serie A. Uh, if you compare to Juventus, Inter, AC Milan, but uh, was uh, probably one of the best five players in the world. And uh, was an inspiration, you know, because uh, you could see him uh, playing uh, with the ball on, uh, on his feet, but also looking also around uh, uh, to see the player open. Uh, so he was a forward to everyone with the mind, you know, because you are not fast uh, if you can run faster, but you are a fast player, you can think football faster. And he was uh, uh, that kind of player that uh, was faster, very fast on the mind and also faster with the feet and, uh, and the run. What's your fondest or most favorite, favorite memory of playing with Zico during those years at Udinese? Well, I, I was not playing with him, uh, you know, because, uh, <laughs> you know, was a... Uh, a lot of years uh, of difference, uh, but, uh, you know, it was uh, just an inspiration because uh, you could see one of the... Uh, because we were playing uh, for the youth team, but every Sunday we were at the stadium uh, to look the first team uh, playing in Serie A. And, uh, you know, have, to have uh, the, um, the chance to look uh, one of the first uh, three players in the world uh, playing just... Uh, on the pitch was something uh, really, really inspiring me and uh, trying uh, 
to put uh, on my football some of uh, his secrets. You made your real breakthrough at Cosenza in Bologna between 93 and 95, scoring 30 league goals and earning a move to Perugia, where you had two fantastic seasons. Uh, your goals actually got Perugia promoted to the Serie A in your first season. And then in your second season, you scored 15 Serie A goals. What are your best memories from uh, the time at Perugia? Uh, big, big step uh, for my career, you know, because uh, Serie A at the time uh, was uh, the best league in the world. Uh, you know, so many uh, legends playing over there, uh, uh, Golden Boots, uh, Ballon d'Or playing in Serie A. So was a big, big challenge and also was very, very important to earn the chance to play in Serie A on the pitch because I won the Serie B league with Perugia. So I could feel, feel to be proud, you know, to have earned on the pitch the way to play in Serie A. Then Serie A was the dream when I was a a kid, you know, playing in the garden or breaking the window of my mama <laughs> house, you know, and it uh, was a dream. It uh, was a dream. And uh, at the time, uh, playing uh, Serie A, uh, playing uh, uh, every Sunday against uh, the best defender in the world, uh, like uh, Nesta, Maldini, Baresi, uh, Couto, Montero, it was uh, such a challenge for me. And... Uh, at the end of that season, uh, scoring 15 goals, uh, like you said, uh, without uh, taking any penalty, uh, was the proof that uh, I could play in Serie A. And that was a big, big challenge uh, and uh, make me pride also in this day, you know, thinking about uh, to be uh, in the same uh, score list uh, with uh, Batistuta, with Baggio, with uh, Ronaldo, with Uea. So such a big, big name. One of your teammates was uh, Max Allegri uh, at Perugia. What can you tell us about him as a player? And you, did, could you see that he would become a great coach one day? Well, of course, he was, uh, he was playing uh, on midfielder and uh, he had uh, the rhythm. You understand, uh, he could uh, understand that was uh, the attacking time uh, when uh, you had uh, just to control uh, the ball and keep the ball safe. Uh, in our feet, so he was already giving the rhythm of the of the game. He was a talented player. He didn't play for big big names, big big clubs in Italy, but you could see that he was already already, you know, he was like a maestro for the orchestra. You know, just giving everybody the ball at the right time. So. I, I, I could, uh, I could see him like a manager, but uh, to be fair, not a so successful uh, manager, you know, because he won uh, a lot of uh, Serie A titles and uh, two, two finals in Champions League. So he made a big, 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 big step uh, like a manager, and uh, I hope uh, because now he's. Uh, uh, with uh, no bench at the time, but I hope uh, to see him uh, very, very soon, uh, uh, you know, in some uh, Serie A bench or in some uh, big club uh, bench. I hope as well. I hope he comes to Inter. I really rate uh, Max Allegri as a coach. I really hope he takes over from Conte. 
I really and, do. And uh, believe me, believe me, I I think uh, that Inter uh, as well is the right team uh, for him uh, because uh, he's not uh, um, a manager that has got uh, a straight uh, way to play football, but mm. uh, he's just uh, he yeah. just want uh, the one hundred percent of the players. And uh, you have the 100% from uh, every player when the players trust you and where, uh, when uh, you, are, uh, you are loyal to your team. He's, uh, he is uh, this kind of manager, you know. He's not so tactical or strategical like the other one, uh, like, I don't know, Pep Guardiola, but uh, he's more uh, focused on the three points of uh, in the winning mood. Uh, you understand the life? Pragmatic. Uh, uh, He's pragmatic. Pragmatic, prag- exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, the, the right word. Like uh, uh, Capello, for example, mm. or like Mourinho uh, mm. in this day. You also you were teammates with uh, Gattuso and Materazzi when they were very young. Uh, how were they when they were young? Technically, they were very, very poor. <laughs> no, just, just a joke. No, just, just a joke. But uh, because uh, they were, they were very, very young, but with with uh, um, uh, a boost of winning, a uh, willing of winning every ball, every small match during the training, and the most important thing. Because uh, we were training for uh, one hour every day, and at the end uh, was the match, the small match. The first thing uh, I was thinking was uh, to go on the team of Gattuso and Materazzi. So <laughs> I had my legs uh, saved uh, for the day. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm, I'm very close to both of them uh, still, uh, and I'm very happy because uh, they won everything, really, really everything on the pitch, but uh, they are still the same uh, older guys. You know, you can joke for, with them, uh, you can speak uh, of everything. Uh, if you are asking for the, to them uh, for uh, everything, they are ready to, to answer to, to me. So they are still uh, uh, my teammates, you know, mm. teammates are forever. Yeah, sure. I've 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 interviewed Matarazzi and yeah, he was a he was good fun. Um, just I've just got a very quick question. I, I don't know if you remember, but I think I watched you play when you were at Perugia. Um, I'm not sure if you were playing, but it was uh, Perugia were playing against Luton Town in the Anglo Italian yeah, Cup. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you? Yeah. I don't know if you were you play because I was I used to play for Luton Town. I was a youth team player when I was young, when I was a teenager, oh, and at amazing. the time I was at. I was at Luton Town and they used to give us free tickets to the Anglo-Italian <laughs> Cup because nobody nobody ever wanted to go and watch the Anglo-Italian, Anglo-Italian yeah, Cup. So I went really, to watch it. It I... was a really, really strange cup, you know, a really strange <laughs> cup. But no, but because it was the first team in, for the championship in England, the first team in Serie B. But it was something yeah. really, really amazing for uh, at that time because uh, you had the chance uh, to go around uh, the Europe uh, to play against a uh, great, great team like Luton. I remember also playing <laughs> against uh, West Ham, against uh, Tramer, yeah. against uh, uh, Bristol City. So it was something yeah. strange, you know, for a player that uh, was a... Uh, the cup, the poor, the cup of the poor, <laughs> but uh, was, was really nice. I remember we played in Luton because I played the Anglo-Italiano with Cosenza and then also with Perugia. I think uh, we won four, 
for me, la score. I remember a long haired a long haired player scoring two goals. So maybe was that me. was you. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> me, it was me, it was me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One of the, um, uh, your president, Perugia, was a man named Luciano Gauci, who sadly passed away in February this year. And he's remembered as one of the most sometimes controversial, but very colorful presidents in the Serie A. I mean, he signed Colonel Gaddafi's son. He sacked Ang Ang Jung-wan for scoring a goal against Italy in the World Cup in 2002. He tried to sign Hanna Jung by a Swedish and Victoria Svensson, both female players, to Perugia to play with the males. I mean, what was it like working with him? How, how was he as a person to work under? Well, uh, we call it me Hurricane, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Luciano, in, it- in Italian, is Luciano Uragano. <laughs> and Uragano is Hurricane because you never know what uh, was going to happen. Was, uh, but uh, I remember him because he passed away just a few months ago. And uh, I have to say thanks to him because I had the chance to play in... in uh, in uh, Serie A with Perugia, and uh, but uh, uh, it was uh, a mix because he was uh, a chairman and uh, a chairman that uh, was going to risk uh, to buy some uh, different player and so have a gamble on uh, some some kind of players, but also was a fan, was a supporter of the team, so. Uh, uh, like a supporter of the team, uh, uh, you had to uh, to think about him uh, after a, a good win game, but after a, also a, a lose game, and it was really really different. It was a opposite character, very generous in a part, but also very very strange in the other part. I remember once uh, after we lose a game, uh, we were phoning to our family, you know, eh, we we are going to be back to Perugia in two, three hours uh, traveling time. But uh, he was on the bus just telling us, we are going straight to the hotel and we stay there until the next game. So we were uh, for days and days and days just in a hotel to stay together. And it was uh, for, for uh, the players that had a family and kids, it uh, was very, very tough. But uh, I remember him uh, with, uh, for the positive things uh, and uh, especially for my debut on Serie A. So I have to thank uh, really Luciano Uragano. The hurricane. Okay, well, after your second season at Perugia, you earned a, a big money move to, to Rangers, who at the time were, were probably one of the biggest biggest clubs in Europe. They had, they had a lot of money. They used to spend a lot of money at the time. And the start to your career at Rangers was, I remember it well, was the most incredible start to a season by a player I, I think I've ever seen in football. You scored... 23 goals in your first 10 games and 30 goals by Christmas. That's like Ronaldo and Messi not even scoring those goals. What what can you tell us about that starts the season? It was just unbelievable. Well, uh, uh, moving to Rangers being the big, big uh, step of my career. And, uh, you know, I was... Uh, I, I, know I don't consider myself a legend. I played uh, with a lot of legends uh, with the Rangers top. But uh, to be fair, uh, my first uh, f- 
five or six months, uh, I played uh, like a legend because uh, I was in a great, great flow. Uh, every game, you know, scoring goals against uh, very tough uh, defenders in Scotland. You know, <laughs> they are they are tough. They were tough, <laughs> really <laughs> tough. Was not so easy, but. Uh, to be fair, I was I was also playing uh, uh, alongside uh, such a brilliant player like uh, Gaza, like uh, Brian Laudrup, like uh, Albert. Uh, so I was a penalty box player. I was I had just to stay on the box and waiting from uh, for some chocolates uh, <laughs> by by Laudrup, Gaza, and some teammates, but. Uh, you know, the most important thing uh, for a striker is the confidence, uh, the self-confidence. And uh, mm. I was scoring in Italy, in Serie B, then I was scoring uh, in Serie A. Uh, you know, my self-confidence was so, so high at the time. And I was sure about my skills. Uh, I was sure uh, to convert uh, every, every ball uh, I had. Uh, and... Uh, Everything was uh, was also easier uh, because of my teammates uh, and because of uh, you know playing at Ibrox is something uh, something that uh, is very very difficult uh, to explain with the world uh, because uh, the Ibrox atmosphere uh, playing in front of fifty thousand uh, fans. Uh, uh, is something uh, that uh, is a boost, boost, uh, you know, is a boost for uh, for a striker. You scored five goals in one game. Is that right? Yeah, it was my perfect game, you know, because uh, I was angry before the game uh, with a coach assistant that uh, was uh, had uh, been not so nice with me the the game before, and so you know, I wanted to show him. Uh, uh, the Italian player because uh, <laughs> he wanted uh, that I was a, a running player, you know, running uh, against the defender, running uh, left or right. And I was not that kind of player, you know. So he was screaming to me, run, fucking Italian, run. <laughs> and uh, I wanted just to show him that I was a penalty box player. And so, you know, five goals uh, in a game uh, uh, is not so easy. If you can take a look uh, in a YouTube uh, uh, in a YouTube uh, video when I scored the third goal, uh, I say not a, a nice word uh, in Italian, you know, against the coach assistant <laughs> because uh, I, I was just telling him, uh, leave me alone, uh, leave me play in my way that uh, I can score goals. So... At the end of that game, I think uh, that uh, I cleared a little bit uh, the mind of uh, my assistant coach. <laughs> uh, who was the, who was the assistant? What was the uh, was uh, um, Archie Knox. Archie Knox, right? Archie okay, Knox. well, <laughs> you definitely showed him. <laughs> yeah, I sh- um, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but then after that, uh, I can't. I guess we know what happened, and you know you you got an injury, a bad injury, and and sadly after that you 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 didn't really play too much for Rangers over the next the next months and 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 years. I mean, uh, can you tell us like what happened and like I guess how tough it was for you? Uh, 
is a, a nightmare, you know, because now after so many years, I can speak about uh, the most bizarre injury in football, in Scottish football, with a smile on my face. But at the time, it was very tough because, uh, like you said before, uh, 30 goals before Christmas, going to play squash uh, in a day off uh, because Wednesday was day off. Uh, in Italy, it was a day with uh, double session. So I, I had, uh, uh, I needed to training. So I was on the gym or just running alone. Uh, then I asked to Sergio Porini, a teammate, my teammate, to play uh, a game of squash because it was like uh, the run on a squash court was like a penalty box, you know, small, uh, small runs, um, uh, reflection and uh, instinct. But uh, unfortunately, you know, Sergio Porini showed to me that uh, he had uh, the hands worse than his, his feet. <laughs> so uh -huh. it was very, was very bad, you know, because he just uh, threw the balls at more than 100 miles per hour uh, straight on my high. And uh, I lost um, the retina, I had a problem with uh, some blood on my irid, so uh, a stupid oh. things, you know, but uh, I now I think that in life uh, something very positive uh, happened to you without a reason, and uh, on, a, on the other hand, uh, something negative uh, can happen. But uh, it was uh, the peak of my career, I was... Uh, uh, in the Golden Boots, uh, first uh, uh, by miles, uh, there was a room also for the Italian national uh, call uh, call up. Uh, we were uh, playing in the we were at the top of the league with uh, Rangers uh, for the ten in a row, and uh, every Rangers fans knows what means uh, ten in a row. So everything mm. was going in one direction. I was like in a magic bubble, you know, just everything was per perfect for me and for my family. And then, uh, you know, uh, uh, a fucking squash ball uh, <laughs> turned everything in a, in a nightmare. <laughs> and uh, from that no. point, uh, was a, a turning point. Uh, and uh, from that point, uh, everything was uh, downhill. Yeah, it's it's very very sad what happened, but it's good that you've got a, a positive attitude. No, you know what uh, what uh, is said because uh, I was a footballer and uh, I was expecting uh, a injury like a knee, uh, like mm. uh, a shoulder, uh, you know, ankle, uh, hamstring, something like this. But you know, a, a ball in a straight in a high that uh, in uh, losing the retina and everything, you know, is more than bizarre. You understand what I mean? Yeah, so frustrating. Yeah, exactly. And I was going to ask you about the Italy national team because, but you've answered the question there because you know the World Cup, the, the 1998 World Cup was 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 coming up as well. Do you well, think maybe you could have gone to the World Cup if, well, if it wasn't well, for that? Well, to, to be fair, uh, in in the striker position, attacking position in Italy was full of legends, you know, Totti, Del Piero, Baggio, Chiesa, Casiraghi, Del Vecchio, Montella, eh, Inzaghi, <laughs> so many great players. Vieri, Vieri. Vieri, exactly. Eh? But uh, I'm mm -hmm. forgetting a lot of names. But uh, to be fair, uh, just uh, 
wearing once, uh, you know, in a friendly game. I, I don't know, just once uh, the, the Italian top uh, is something that uh, makes me sad, you know, is a big, big regret because I was uh, very, very close uh, to this kind of uh, things and uh, it's missing to me. I played uh, in Champions League, uh, I played in Serie A, I played in Scotland, I played... Uh, in uh, in uh, all the leagues, uh, also lower leagues, uh, but it's missing uh, the national, uh, you know, and uh, this is uh, my biggest regret because I was very, very close uh, over that. You know, 30 goals on Christmas was something uh, uh, very hard uh, to to don't see for, uh, for the city, yeah. for the Italian manager. The Italian Football Podcast is only made possible thanks to our patrons on patreon.com slash TIFP. And one of them, Chris, is a Rangers fan and a Rangers season ticket holder. And he sent in these questions for you. Hi, Marco. My name's Chris. I'm a season ticket holder at Rangers. Also a fan of Serie A and the Italian Football Podcast. A couple of questions for you. What was your favourite goal for us? And if you hadn't had the injury, do you think you'd have stayed longer at the club? Thank you. Well, I pick up two. Uh, sorry, but I, I, I have to. One is the first, uh, first goal uh, against uh, Dundee United uh, when I scored a five. You know, it's a double sombrero. Then the two defenders that are falling on the pitch. Uh, then a big lob uh, to, to the keeper. Uh, that was uh, really, really a belter, like uh, they said in Glasgow. <laughs> But, uh, and the other one is uh, the goals uh, at Celtic Park in the old firm. Old firm is a massive, massive game. It's uh, one of the top three matches in the world uh, with Barcelona Real in the Argentinian derby. And uh, I'm very, very proud uh, to have uh, the chance to play once uh, and I had the chance uh, to, to score a goal. It's a goal that uh, I. Uh, very important for me, but also very important for the fans. Uh, every time I meet, uh, I had, I had uh, the opportunity to meet some fans. Uh, they remember, still remember uh, the cracking goal uh, at Celtic Park. I think I remember that. I remember the picture of Alan Stubbs on the diving, sliding on the floor with you, with you shooting. I think uh, I've, I think I've seen the picture. Yeah, exactly. He, he tried. Uh, after the goal, he tried to break me, also some, some legs, I remember. <laughs> but it uh, was, was a good game for me. <laughs> and, and just very quickly on this, I mean, I think you've answered it already, that would you have stayed longer at the club if it wasn't for the, the injury? Yes, uh, you know, so many regrets also, also about uh, my Rangers career, you know. And uh, I had this problem with the... A squash uh, incident. Uh, then uh, I made uh, a lot of mistake, uh, mistakes, um, but we are human and uh, we are going to make it. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, it's a regret because it was the top of my career, uh, was the great chance uh, for me, you know, staying uh, a lot of uh, season over there. Uh, but, uh, you know, with a li- little bit of uh, unlucky and then uh, some uh, some bad mistakes uh, of myself uh, made uh, made uh, this uh, this uh, marriage uh, you know shorter 
And just just before we finish on Rangers, we, we have to ask you about Paul Gascoigne, um, who you mentioned before. What was it like playing and, and training with Gaza? Uh, uh, he's a genius, you know, genius, uh, a special one. He's a player that, uh, uh, you know, you, you, I consider myself very, very lucky because, uh, uh, you know, you can play with such a big, big genius. Uh, maybe once uh, uh, they they play maybe once uh, every 50 years. Uh, so, uh, you know, Gaza to me was after Johan Cruyff, uh, the Dutch player, uh, the most incredible midfielder in Europe uh, because uh, he was a uh, 30-60 degrees. Uh, you know, he could attack, uh, defend, uh, score goals, uh, dribbling, uh, passing the ball, uh, score free kicks. Uh, like a genius, you know, and then, uh, you know, training with him uh, was uh, nice because uh, you could see on the pitch uh, something that uh, just Gaza could do it, uh, but also some strange things, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, during a, a stretching uh, time, uh, he, he was pissing on the legs of uh, teammates, you know, so Gaza, you, you have to take Gaza <laughs> in every aspect, but uh, I I was lucky because uh, I had uh, a relationship also outside uh, the pitch, so I I knew very well uh, Gaza on the pitch, but also Paul outside. Uh, oh. He was amazing, amazing friend with a big, big heart. Really, he's got his demons. Uh, but I hope that now he can uh, he can he can figure out and uh, live uh, live a normal uh, a normal life. I remember the first time uh, we went uh, to a to a hotel before a game at uh, seven thirty was uh, um, the dinner time. And in Italy we are very polite. You know you have to pay in, uh, money if you are late. Uh, you have to dress uh, everybody in the same way. And so I was in this big hall and, uh, you know, Gaza was uh, outside the elevator, uh, just uh, with the underwear and a uh, white uh, shirt, no socks, uh, no flip-flops, anything. He was just, just in the hall, just grabbing some uh, biscuits, some just fruit, uh, putting in the underwear, just say, hey, we see tomorrow, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> So I thought to myself, oh, okay, a little bit different, but it was also different the next day on the pitch, you know, because uh, he was just magnificent, uh, giving pass to uh, a great pass uh, up front and uh, giving, you know, a great, great emotion to the crowd. So Gata was, uh, was everything. Genius, genius. Oh, brilliant. And you're still close friends with, with Paul today, aren't you? I've seen some pictures on your Instagram and... Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, you know, sometimes sometime, uh, we speak with uh, on Twitter, you know. I remember once uh, I I told him, uh, it was maybe three, three years ago, I told him on Twitter, uh, uh, Happy Christmas, Gaza, and uh, he was uh, just giving me back, Happy Christmas, Marco, how are you, you know, ciao, big bacio, frocio. No, Frocio <laughs> uh, is not a good, uh, you know, he, he, he's not a good way. 
<laughs> and so then uh, every fans uh, was asking to Gaza, 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 what, what means Frocio, Frocio? Oh, Frocio is an Italian word to say Happy Christmas, you know? So I had a thousand, thousand Frocio, Marco, Frocio, Happy Frocio, Happy Frocio. That was... That was Gaza, Gaza. <laughs> Carlo knows that's... what it means. <laughs> I know, we know. We both know what it means. Okay, but that's okay. what, a, what a story, what a story. We, that, we're not going to get better than that. Uh, after you returned to Italy, you played for, for a number of clubs, including uh, Livorno, with a, with a teenage Giorgio Chiellini. I, I'd love to know what, what Giorgio was like as, as a kid. And could you tell them that he would become a, a world-class world-class player well uh, you you could see he was very very strong was very young was about uh, 17 or 18 years old uh, and he was playing on the left uh, at the start you know like uh, Maldini <laughs> like uh, was uh, uh, playing uh, up and down the, the left side and uh, he was very very good uh, very clever uh, guy and uh, you could uh, understand uh, that he was uh, um, very, very focused on uh, his uh, football career uh, and uh, with the talent and the strength, uh, physically he was uh, on another planet. Uh, so then, uh, you know, in football, you must be also a little bit lucky, you know, because you can be a professional player, but uh, playing for uh, Juventus for more than 10 years uh, is something different. So... Is uh and he's still playing uh, at the same level, so he's uh, quite a professional player and he's a great, great guy. So I wish him uh, to carry on and to play another some some other seasons. Um, let's fast forward to today. Um, do you still um, do you still follow Rangers today? And they're having a great season. They 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 might actually end Celtic's quest to the tenth uh, league title in a row. What do you th- what are your thoughts? Do you think Rangers can do it? Uh, of course, uh, we have not to say it, <laughs> but uh, yes, I, I'm I'm quite confident. I'm quite confident because the start uh, was great. Uh, they are a team uh, very solid because he, they are not conceding so easy goals away, you know, and that's very very important because then up front uh, they got uh, a lot of a lot of solutions. Every player can find a goals up front. So uh, they are very balanced. Then uh, they got a manager that is a winner. Uh, and uh, only if you are a winner or if you have been a winner, you can have a winner mentality. And this is very, very important. Uh, Steven Gerrard uh, is uh, in the right place. Uh, and uh, I also hope they can have a good, good run in uh, Europa League uh, because it's something uh, uh, spectacular and it's something special also for the fans. Uh, now we, every everybody knows that with the COVID, uh, um, you know, it's different for the fans. But uh, you know, uh, I hope that uh, we can figure out with the virus and the fans can come back uh, uh, to the stadium. And uh, for the uh, UEFA, UEFA games, uh, the atmosphere uh, at Ibrox is something really, really crazy. So I hope they can, uh, of course, uh, they must be focused 100% on the league because stopping 
the 10 in a row is so, so important for everybody. But also, you know, I, I'm uh, confident about a good, good run in uh, Europa League. Another one of our listeners and patrons, Callum, wants to know what, uh, what your thoughts are on Alfredo Morelos, a very young, ta- uh, talented attacker at Rangers, but he's had so many crazy moments off the pitch, and including allegedly crashing, into, crashing his car into a teammate's car and refusing to apologise. What's your thoughts on him? Uh, well, I, two, two seasons ago, I was uh, coaching uh, in the staff of Udinese in Serie A, uh, and uh, I told uh, to the Udinese board, uh, Udinese scout uh, about Morelos because uh, I think uh, that he's a player that uh, has got uh, the future, a bright future uh, ahead. Uh, he's very young, so you know, young players can have a very high or very low. He's Colombian, so, you know, passionate uh, and, uh, you know, <laughs> he, he, he's, got, he's got his character, but uh, most important thing, uh, he's prolific uh, and uh, he's a great, great uh, attacking player. Now I'm not anymore in Udinese, so I'm happy that he's still playing for Rangers, you know, but uh, I... I I, I'm wondering, you know, about Morelos. Now, I think uh, up front, uh, Gerard has got a lot, a lot of solution. And uh, Morelo is one of, of these uh, solutions for, uh, for the game. And uh, the season is very long uh, with this space up front uh, from uh, all, the, all the strikers. And just uh, on the Serie A um, uh, this season, it's it's a different season, but it's a very balanced season. The top six, seven teams seem to be very compressed and the distance between Juventus and the rest seems to have shrunk. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, the Serie A? Who do you think will win the Scudetto? And do you think that Zlatan Ibrahimovic can actually win the Cap- become Capocannoniere and win, win or, or and even lead the Milan to a Serie A title? Uh... <laughs> I, I think that uh, this, uh, this year, the Serie A, you know, is uh, more about uh, um, top player than uh, teams. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean that, uh, you know, Ibrahimovic is carrying on uh, AC Milan. Ronaldo right now is carrying on Juventus. Uh, Lukaku is carrying on uh, Inter, you know. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. Zlatan now is out for three weeks. Uh, he's so important uh, for AC Milan. So I want to see if uh, the rest of the team uh, can play at the same level. But the th- the, the most important thing uh, will be the, this, this kind of players. If they can stay at the top, if they can stay healthy, uh, they carry, they can carry the, their team uh, to the top until the end. Uh, Juventus are still uh, my favorite, uh, my favorite because, uh, like I said before, uh, if uh, you got uh, the winning mentality, uh, this uh, this can make the difference. And uh, Juventus every season are playing uh, to win the scudetto, and they know uh, that uh, can be can be trouble during the season, but at the end, uh, they, they will be there at the top.
I wanted to ask you a little bit about your activities on social media because you're on on Instagram <laughs> during lockdown. <laughs> finally, 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 we are getting serious. Okay, <laughs> exactly. This is a serious part of the interview. But uh, exactly. during um, during lockdown, you've made. We're going to all share it for our followers on on social media. But you've <laughs> you've made some really funny videos, uh, playing lots of pranks on people on Instagram. Can you tell us a little bit about these fun, funny videos that you've been making and how the way the, how how you came up with some of these ideas? No, but we were on lockdown in Italy, a very strictly lockdown, and so plenty of time <laughs> in my house. And uh, no, but uh, I just started with some uh, some uh, video just. Uh, uh, to be a little bit crazy and uh, then uh, everybody was asking me for some more come on marco uh, it's a tough time but uh, you know you are putting a smile on our uh, face uh, just for a few minutes so i said okay <laughs> we can carry on you know and uh, just uh, i was taking all the all the stuff uh, on the you know in the, in the garage in the in everything and just uh, trying to do something uh, you know to put a smile uh, to put uh, some uh, some positive uh, things in a very very hard uh, time because uh, in Italy for one month and a half has been very very tough but I think so also in the rest of the world. So I started in this way. They were also betting, you know, in the next sport. I had a friend just putting, uh, we bet, you know, you are going to do basketball, you are going to do this one. <laughs> but I tried, uh, you know, to just to put some uh, strange, uh, strange sport. And, uh, you know, some of these videos are now in some promotion of some chocolate. Uh, the famous chocolate like it got and you know so i got a new career i'm not taking care about football anymore <laughs> yeah for sure i want i i want an oscar you know? <laughs> <laughs> and just to uh, qu quickly finish off the show uh, we have a very quick game where we ask you the, a few questions we give you two answers and you just tell us which one of the two you prefer. And you don't have to give an explanation if you don't want to, but you can if you want to. So okay. first one, uh, Diego Maradona or Pele? Diego Maradona, because uh, uh, I saw, I watched him on the pitch. Mm. Uh, Pele, uh, Pele, I know that he's been uh, brilliant, but... Uh, I just saw some a few goals of him, so I'm taking just uh, Diego Maradona. Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi? Messi. You, you said that Luciano Gauci was like a hurricane. So yeah, exactly. who is more of a hurricane, Luciano Gauci or Paul Gascoigne? Oh, Paul Gascoigne, <laughs> come on. <laughs> It's like a hurricane against a, a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't be offended, Paul. I could be offended. Eh? <laughs> yeah, we, we all know what he'll call you. <laughs> so who was who was better at free kicks? Zico or Paul Gascoigne? Zico. Yeah, Zico was Zico. the was the king. Zico, I I, I was there after the, a training session and he used it to put like you know 
uh, 20-30 balls, uh, just a free kicks. And believe me, with a, a, a great keeper on the goals and the wall was like, uh, you know, 18 to 20 on the on the goals wow. was absolutely maybe the best player uh, taking free kicks in the world hmm. yeah i can believe that i remember he if i'm not mistaken i think his first season in Serie A, zico scored three free kicks in his first three games i think yeah i'm pretty sure I, i'm pretty sure he did yeah it was a, was a, like a, a a penalty for him but <laughs> i still remember I still remember the goalkeepers, uh, the opponents' uh, goalkeepers. You know, just <laughs> just yeah. praying, praying before, yeah. before a free kick was magnificent. Really, really. If there was a fight between Chiellini, Materazzi, Gattuso, and Lorenzo Amoruso, who would win? Oh, that's very <laughs> tough. Wow, that's very tough. Reno, 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 Reno. Yeah, Reno. Yes. Oh, wow. Reno. Reno, because guy. he can use the headbutt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Gattuso. I'll never forget when they did that, that prank show in Italy where they, I don't know, what, what was it called, Nima? Do you remember with the dog? They put a dog in his car. Yeah, yeah that is scherzi a parte. Yeah, it's scherzi so funny. So funny. Unbelievable. They risked. Yeah. yeah, but they risked. They, they were right uh, to say, hey, Reno, it's a joke, it's a joke, it's a joke, because he was ready to kill someone. <laughs> Believe me, he was ready. So. Uh, he's he's so not the right guy to, to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think okay, so. Okay, the, the, final, the final one. Um, which food is nicer, haggis or osobuco? Ah, osobuco. <laughs> Thank you. Italian style. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Marco. Thank you so very much for coming on the show and being so generous with your time and telling us so many great stories from your career. No problem. It's been my pleasure, you know, speaking about uh, football and the Rangers and Gaza. It's always, always a pleasure. Thanks thanks a lot for hosting me and uh, keep in touch. We will. And we wish you and your family all the best. And we look forward to seeing more of your Instagram videos. (laughs) Okay, okay. No more lockdown, please. No, No, come on. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will catch you once again on Monday for the review episode. Until then, ciao, ciao.